welcome back to the Rust-Based Weight Loss Podcast Series. In this episode, I want to share with you the keys to eating everything in moderation. I want to share with you the keys to moderation. Moderation is a big uh, kind of topic and thought out there in the weight loss world, but it's, it's complicated. It's complicated. And I want to talk about some of the complications and then some keys that I believe are required to be able to actually have quote unquote, everything in moderation. But in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I am a nutrition and lifestyle coach and rest-based weight loss is a lifestyle strategy that allows you to be able to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. I had about an eight-year struggle with my health and my weight that ended with me becoming really sick, uh, ended up with me realizing that if I did not make a change once and for all, that I would end up with uh, a different number of diseases that were already running on both sides of my family. And so that was the kick in the butt that I needed to dig into, you know, to dig in my heels and search for something that was going to work for me and my lifestyle. And what I found, I did not know at the time was going to work so well and so effectively, but what I found allowed me to lose 33 pounds, 12% of my body fat, and drop seven dress sizes in about five to six months. And that was back in 2014. I've been able to maintain very specifically those results since then. And one of the stats I throw out there frequently is the fact that 95% of people who lose weight gain it back within two to five years. So now that I'm entering my fifth year being able to maintain my weight loss, I can tell you for sure that I'm not going back. Uh, that I'm not gaining any of the of the weight that I lost back. Why? Because I adopted what I coined, what I phrase, a rest-based weight loss lifestyle. And that lifestyle focuses purely on keeping the metabolism in balance and keeping stress hormones as low as possible. This is, I say it very simply and easily, but it's really, it's complex. Like walking the tightrope of balance is really complex and it's complicated because it's so individual. And that points to the reason why so many people gain back lost weight. Part of the reason is because the strategy that, the strategy that they use to lose weight in the first place is not sustainable for their lifestyle. It's not a sustainable tightrope for them to be able to walk. And as soon as they tip to one side or the left, before you know it, they fall off, all the weight comes back on. So my aim as a coach, my aim in this podcast series is to teach you how to find those tools specifically for you, you know, how to get to know your metabolism, how to get to know your stressors, how to get to know the strategy that works for you, or maybe even create something by pulling from a bunch of different strategies already out there that will work very specifically for your lifestyle and for your metabolism. That's what we're doing here. Okay. So if you want to find out where you fare, where you stand right now in the four lifestyle areas that I changed in order to help me lose the weight and keep it off, then I want you to go to operationfixmylife.com slash stress health quiz. I'll link it in the description of this episode. Okay. So kind of along those lines, you know, <laughs> I remember last summer I was having a conversation with two people and they were both significantly overweight. 
Uh, and they and you know they talked about weight frequently because they were both you know consistently trying things to lose weight and, and those types of things. But these two people um, were uh, were obese. They were obese. Um, I think one of them was diabetic. The other one had uh, an issue, uh, a, a a medical condition um, with his metabolism and, and thyroid and, and and some of those other things. And so. One of the things that it's really interesting uh, that one of the things that they brought up was was the topic of moderation and how they kind of repeated what is frequently said by fitness professionals, by people who have been able to lose weight and keep it off. And that phrase is everything in moderation. I think it's almost become like a joke, you know, because it's so common. It's so cliche. Everything in moderation. Oh, this is okay to have in moderation. But I want to tell you, and I apologize if I get a little too like boisterous about this, because this is um, this is a passion thing. This is a heart thing for me. But during that eight year span, when I was struggling with my weight, and I would join different forums and different communities and the MyFitnessPal community and, and different calorie counting apps and, uh, you know, all these different support groups. Like there were so many times where a lot of people who all they had to do was set a calorie count, you know, eat uh, under 1500 calories a day and exercise five days a week. And they were able to like lose weight and keep it off. A lot of those people would make the comment frequently, well, just eat, just eat in moderation. Don't overeat, you know, just eat just enough, just have a couple bites and then put the fork down or put the bag of cookies away or put the chips away. And they would say it very much in the tone and the attitude of it's not that hard, just eat in moderation. Well, for me, I would, I would say, okay, fine. I will just eat them. I will only have one cookie instead of the whole bag. I will only have a handful of chips instead of the whole bag. Like I will only have one mini cupcake instead of half the car, you know, so I would try. I would try to have those things in moderation. But let me tell you something. Moderation does not work for those who have emotional attachments to food, okay? Having everything in moderation does not work for those who use food as a coping mechanism for stress. Because as soon as you have one bite, one piece, one slice of that thing, the reward signals that your brain is now addicted to when you have those things, those reward signals are going to go through the roof and it's going to prompt you to keep eating more and more to continue experiencing and receiving more and more reward signals. So opening up the door to start like having a tug of war or wrestling with your, with your brain, with with your neurotransmitters, with your reward signals, you, uh, do you actually think that we have the control 
when our reward signals are directly tied to these things that we continue to overeat on a regular basis? Do you think we actually have the self-control and the willpower that our self-control and willpower is stronger than our biological need to overeat these things? The answer is no. So moderation is a complex topic. And the thing that got me when I was going through my journey is people who can have everything in moderation, people who can just have one and put the rest of way away, they physically cannot understand. They physically, it's physically impossible for them to be able to wrap their minds around the fact that for, for other people, that is just, it's not possible. It's not possible to just have one and put the others away. I would very frequently try to only have one, to just have one and put the others away. And I would, I would have my one, I'd roll up the bag, I'd put it away. And then my mind would be obsessing, would be obsessing over having more. It's like obsessive compulsive thoughts would enter my mind thinking about, thinking about what I just ate, wanting to have more. And then I would wrestle with myself. No, everything in moderation, I just had one, one is enough. And my brain would start obsessing until it, it would wear me down. And then I would just go back into the, into the cabinet and open the bag back up and just keep eating more. Ladies and gentlemen, that is not a way to live. That's not a way to live. That is not what life is supposed to be. That's not what life is supposed to look like. That is not how our relationship with food is supposed to be. And so for at the beginning of my at the beginning of my journey as a weight loss coach, I got to tell you, I was I was pretty if you've listened to some of my previous episodes like my rants and things, like you would see that I would get pretty passionate, you know, when I would be triggered uh when I'd be triggered by something that like that set off those memories. You know what I mean? Those memories. And once I discovered that it wasn't me, that the people who can eat in moderation and then criticize those of us that don't have willpower and that don't have the self-control, like I would literally absorb that as, I would literally absorb that as I'm, you know, I, I'll never have the willpower. I'll never have the self-control. I'll never be someone who can eat everything in moderation. That'll never happen to me. I have a problem. So I must be the problem. And when I finally learned that it wasn't me, that it wasn't my fault, that it wasn't the fact that I didn't have any willpower, it wasn't the fact that I didn't have any self-control, when I found out that this whole uh, relationship with food thing is so much more complicated and it's so much deeper than just being able to have one and put the rest away, my very first reaction was anger. My very first response was anger at the fact that the, this whole time, all of these years, I thought it was me. And so when I became a weight loss coach, my very first message was to let as many people know as possible, it's not you. It's not you. It was never you. It will never be you. So that brings me to the two, like some tips and tools. How can 
someone who is food addicted? How can someone who uses food as a coping mechanism for stress, how can we transition our lifestyle from overeating to being able to have just enough, being able to have everything in moderation? Well, there are different ways, there are different routes that you'll be able to go and you'll know which route to choose based on understanding exactly where you're at right now. Okay, so before we go any further, I have to, I have to emphasize the fact that you can't just like pick a strategy and see if it sticks. We have to be very strategic about the strategies that we try to find to be able to do this and the only way, the best way to be strategic and to pick the thing that's going to work for us is if we start with knowing ourselves. We have to figure out who we are first and we have to figure out our starting point first. Once we figure out who we are, our starting point, then we choose the strategy based on where we're at. Not based on where we wanna be, based on where we're at right now. So where are you? Are you an overeater? Are there some things where you can like have one or two bites and put the rest away, but then there are other things where you're like, if you give me one, I'm devouring the whole bag. You gotta, you have, you have to be honest with yourself. What are those things specifically? After you identify what those specific foods are, the next thing you have to identify is when you feel triggered to have those things are you do you only feel triggered to have it when you're in the presence of it meaning if you keep it out of your house and you keep it out of your presence you can get by without it and you're fine but as soon as it enters your home or as soon as you enter an environment where you have access to it it's over it's done you have to identify what your trigger is so can you if it's just out of sight out of mind then you're fine or is it something that as soon as the compulsion hits you, as soon as the craving hits you, whether you have it in your house or not, you're going and you're going to get it. Identify where you're at first, okay? And then what's the trigger? What's the trigger for those things? If the trigger is I just see it and I want it. So when I don't see it, I don't want it. If the trigger is I just see it and I want it, then that means that you don't necessarily have an emotional or stressor trigger attached to that thing. It's more so a behavioral, it's a behavioral craving. It's a behavioral trigger because as soon as you lay eyes on that thing, it's like an alcoholic. It's like an alcoholic who goes through rehab, who detoxes from alcohol. And then after they're detoxed, they just go and lay eyes on the alcohol. What happens is just the visual, receiving that information visually and looking at the thing triggers the rewards. It triggers the reward signals in your brain and your brain goes through a process of responding as if you have already consumed it. It's really, it's, it's really weird. And it's fascinating. But when we have a behavioral craving and we're triggered just by the sight of it, 
then in our minds, our bodies, our biochemistry, and our brains respond and react as if we, we, we already consumed it. And so now our compulsion to go pick that thing up and go eat it, it's almost as if we're, it's almost as if we're just catching up to the, to the future. It's almost as if our brains and our bodies responded as if we have already eaten it, we already drank it. And so now our, our bodies just have to catch up. Our actions just have to catch up. And that's what happens. That's specifically what happens. Okay? So if that's you, then what you have to do is you have to retrain that behavioral craving. You can't just apply willpower and self-control over it. No, it's too late. Remember our biochemistry, our brains, our brains are in control. Our brains have the power, not us, not our will, okay? So what you have to do is you have to go through a process where you retrain your brain to have something different then what it is that you that you have the behavioral craving for, you have to train your brain to crave an alternative, to crave something different. You can't just take it away. You have to swap it out. You have to swap it out with something. And eventually what's going to happen is it's not going to be right away. It's probably going to take a few weeks, a few months of consistently uh, trying this and doing this, but eventually what's going to happen is that your brain is going to break the connection. It's going to break ties with that specific food. And instead, it's going to make a new connection to something else, to the thing that you're replacing it with. So for example, for me, you know, during my journey, um, I loved brownies and soft chocolate chip cookies, soft fudge brownies, soft chocolate chip cookies, especially if they were just like fresh out of the oven, forget it. If I were, if I was in the presence of them, it was done. There were no alternatives. It didn't matter what was happening. And I remember very specifically in college saying that I was going to give up sweets for Lent. And as soon as I was in the presence of a fresh plate of chocolate chip cookies, I was like, well, forget this vow that I made to God for the next 40 days. The cookies are here. I have to eat them. Okay. So that's, so that was me. So during my journey, what I started having instead was I started incorporating a couple, like two or three squares of dark chocolate after every, after each of my meals, after lunch and after dinner. And just the practice of not just trying to cut out cookies and brownies from my diet, but introducing proactively an alternative, the dark chocolate that broke and severed the connection to the brownies and to the cookies. And my brain created a new connection to the dark chocolate. So that after only a few weeks, I was able very specifically to walk past the plate of brownies or walk past the plate of cookies and not feel the craving for them anymore. Does that make sense? So if you have a behavioral craving like I did, where if it's in your sight, it's in your mind, if it's out of sight, out of mind, then you have to form a new connection. And then you just have to keep practicing making that new connection. After a few weeks or after a couple months, the connection will be formed and you're good.
So that's it for now. And tomorrow I'm going to continue for those of you that have emotional and stress attachments. I will continue that. Okay. So thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time.